Totally Unhealthy Podcast, episode number six. I can see dead people. This should be a really interesting episode. I got together with my sister. She lives out of town, but she's here taking some courses, doing some schooling, upgrading her life. Very proud of her. Uh, So we took uh, that opportunity to get together, record this episode. Um, Had a lot of fun with it. We mostly just shot the shit. Kind of just caught up with one another, reminisced a little bit about, you know, things that we went through growing up, her kind of seeing, talking to dead people, ghosts and shit. It's kind of fucking spooky, kind of really cool. So, yeah, we'll get into that and enjoy. I was going to open a strip club. What? When? Where? You live in fucking Slave Lake. I was still... That's disgusting. Okay, I was going to open a strip club, but then I found out that Hell's Angels come in and they're like, give me your strip club. Mm, Some do. Maybe. A lot of them own strip clubs. Like that Well, yeah, a lot of them own strip clubs, but I don't think they're going to roll into your club and be like, it's mine now. No, but be like, let's be partners. And you can call out... Say no. You have insurance on Say the place. Say no, and they'll kill you and throw you in a well. Will they, though? Or they make you their uh, wife where you have to screw all of them. <sighs> I shouldn't talk about that. I'm going to get found and killed. I mean, I is recording right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're fine. I don't think you get found and killed. No, but I was going to open a strip club. It was going to be a very well-versed business strip club. I was going to open it. I was going to have it, like... Wednesday to Saturdays from like 11 to 4. Where? In Slave Lake. Jesus Christ. I know. Not. I, I mean, actually, it would probably be a bob. Yeah, because I, a bob, <laughs> like, there's tons of welders, there's tons of riggers that are out there. You got every tradesman out driver. there. Yeah. yeah. Literally. And I was going to do that, but the thing that I was going to do is I was going to tell the girls that work there is you have like three years, and in the three years, you have to pick something that you want to do with your life, and I'm going to take oh part God. of your income and put it away in oh an account for you. Oh my God, you're going to make a wholesome strip club? I was going to! <laughs> but still with like the bad... The bad bitch vibes that like you wear like the pencil skirts and you walk around and everybody's still kind of scared of you because you like drop a crop whip on there. So like during the lap dance, do they tell their clients or their customers that they're she's going to be a doctor? No. <laughs> <laughs> no? I'm doing this to go to med school, baby. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't Christ. that be a good idea? I mean. Uh, like the one girl we went to school with who was being a shooter girl jumping on a trampoline who i knew from grade three was like yeah i feel ashamed to do this but it pays my bills and i don't have anything else right now i mean money's money we live in a fucked world yeah true i have a scheduled podcast recording with a girl that's like making a big bag off of OnlyFans and like porn basically that's the world we live in now it's like hypersexualization and yada 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 yeah. I mean, kudos to them. I can't do it. I I, I can't. I remember you trying to like, maybe I'll sell pictures of my toes. Maybe I'll make a bag. I did. I made, uh, I made a fake Instagram account, a fake email, a fake everything, all in the mid, like 15 minutes at mom's house when yeah. Lindley was in the tub. Yeah. And then didn't you decide that it was just not? No. I went on to <laughs> Instagram and put in foot like foot pages and I went to all the creepy dudes and I sent them a private message. I was like, five pictures for 200 bucks. And then, <laughs> and this one guy got back to me and he was like, how much does $800 get me? And I was like, oh, I'm like 15 pictures in a minute video. <laughs> and he was like, deal, baby girl, send it to me. It was like this overweight 70 year old you gotta dude. get the money first. Don't tell me you sent all that shit first. No. Okay. And then he's like, this is where it got weird. He's like, but you're paying the cleanup fee. And I, I was like, I don't know what that means. So I looked at mom. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? She goes, like the jizz cleanup? I'm like, no. So I Googled it. A lawyer cleanup fee. I'm like, dude, I'm just trying Wait, to sell pictures. What? Yeah, like some lawyer I think cleanup. he was just making a joke about semen. Okay, well then I missed out you, on you, 800 you, bucks. Because... <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dork. <laughs> 
because I was like, you wonder what, dude? Like, I'm just trying to make money. And then he tried to call me, like, FaceTime me. I was like... How did he do... Oh, because you can do it on Instagram On now. Instagram. That's so weird. So I deleted everything. It was a 20-minute excursion. Nothing happened. And you happened. missed out on 800 bucks. That's almost $1,000. In 20 minutes. Yeah. It's a really good wage. That was dumb. I should have did it. Oh. Yeah, but why did you not do it? Because I thought I was going to get in trouble to stop talking okay. about cleanup fees. So you, was... you would have done it if you didn't think that he was talking about lawyers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I felt really dirty, though. Yeah? You're like, well... And it was only about my feet. I'm like, Mom, how do you pose your feet? She's like, I don't know, hold something in them. I did that. I made 50 bucks off of, like, foot pictures for some dude. He actually literally Whoa. messaged me today out of nowhere, and he was like, Hey, man... Do you remember that video you Why sent me of your feet? In a flat I imagine <laughs> this is how he talks. He's like this spindly weirdo that's like, maybe not, maybe a normal individual. Let's talk normally. Hello, good sir. Do you have the video of your feet that you once sent me? That sounds like the guy off Sesame Street with the big nose. Dude, he probably does like feet, so like fair. And I was like, yeah, it's probably still in the email that I sent you originally. And he goes, could you send me that again? I'm like, dude, no. I'm good. Take care. 150 bucks. I wasn't going to say, I'm like, fucking pay me some more money again if you want me to resend it to you, you son of a bitch. That's like, weird. My issue, like, I tried to do that a little bit of it because there's, like, financial domination. You know what that is? Um, yeah. Actually, I watched, I took Bodhi's phone to watch Snapchat, and there was a girl who does OnlyFans, and she did financial domination, yeah. and she's like, some guy sent me, like, $1,900, and then he sent me back... Can I please have it back? Like, that's my red money. <laughs> and she's did like... Did she do it? No, she didn't. Did she? Did she? No, I don't think so. But yeah. she was like, is this part of your game? And he's like, no, like, really? Like, I have to pay for my bills and I my kids coming game. over. I don't, you never know, though. Because someone, like, they, it'd be a test, right? They're like, I want her to be, like, cruel and not give it back. And that's just, it's bullshit. That's, see, that's a fetish I don't get. Yeah, it's get. fucking That's wild. like where they call you over to put high heels on and step on their balls. I knew people, I knew girls in fucking Edmonton where there was local dudes that were like, can you please kick me in the balls? They were kick. like, I'll pay you to kick me in the balls. Okay, but kick them in the balls. I'm talking lay on the floor, put your nuts down, get high heels, put the high heel yeah. part, and step down on their Jesus testes. Okay, we should, like I said... We should probably redirect this. Okay. Just because I wanted to have a wildly interesting fetish conversation uh, later this week. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm glad we could get into it and learn about your wholesome, like, was it Taya's Happy Wholesome Strip Club? (laughs) What would you have called it? Midnight Sky. I don't know. It just popped into my head. Is it like a, it's an erotic novel or is it a strip club? <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> Love it. I mean, I had fun at strip clubs. Strip clubs can be fun. I know. We went for your birthday and I had to cringe and look away when you were like, I'm going to do amateur night. Okay, I was amazing at amateur night and I didn't even take any clothes off. I know. I'm proud of you. I have, what was it? Uh... Cucumber no. on amateur night. <laughs> Ew. That girl's definitely not using her money to go to med school. That's gross. <laughs> yes. That's taking it way too far. All right, let's get back on track here. Wholesome, wholesome things. I mean, or not. This could be the first episode where we just shoot the shit and talk about whatever the fuck we want. Whatever. Carry on. You ask the questions, you're the commentator. Yeah, okay. Okay. Tell us how it works for like seeing ghosts and talking to dead ass homies. Well, when did I'm... that start for the first time? Are we a preteen? How old are you? Um, I don't know. We were living in 277. And I was laying in my bunk bed. Mm-hmm. And the window was open. And my door was wide open. So the way the door was, was it opened like you pushed it open and against the wall Mm -hmm. and the window was directly in front and my bunk bed was off to the side and all of a sudden I heard this weird noise and like this big flash of light came through my window and like slammed the door like it cracked of how and I was like chilled from 
chilled and goosebumps head to toe and I like slowly got out of my bunk bed and came and sat downstairs and never said a word to anybody. That's terrifying. Yeah. It's funny that like, I don't even know, because you didn't talk about it that much then. I don't even think I knew until like probably a year or two after you started seeing. Well, I didn't talk about it because I don't think I heard until we moved to the next house. Like 81 Cabin Crescent? Yeah. See, the thing is, is my nightmares, like when I have really bad negative energies or nightmares, they're mm-hmm. always in 277 or 81 Cabin Crescent or Grandma's house. Interesting. Grandma's house is not so bad. but <laughs> Kind of got the good vibes. Yeah, but 277, like I've woke up in my dream, lucid dreaming, mm-hmm. and uh, woke up in my dream. I was in 277. It was dark. We were upstairs, and I was trying to get help. So I ran into mom and dad's room, and it was like nobody could see me. So I started to get terrified. I ran downstairs, and you were in the corner on the computer, and I was screaming and waving at you, and you couldn't see me. And then I could just feel like this heavy presence. And I like ran over to the laundry room, and I just collapsed, and then I woke up. Okay, but that's not a dream. I know. Yeah, that's... I remember telling you that because you explained this to me once and I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, you're not dreaming, Taya. Because, like, what you were... What, like, what would you call it? Astral projecting? That, yeah? Yeah. So, because I was trying to learn how to do that on my own. When you told me about this, I was like, are you shitting me? I've been trying to do this for months. See, <laughs> see, but it's not fair because I only astral project when it's negative energies. You see, that's... Yeah, that doesn't sound that awesome. No, it's not. It's terrifying. Yeah. I, like... I thought I wanted, like like I said, I tried to learn how to astral projection all that, and I'd get close, but I'd always be like, oh my god, I can feel my body leave my body, and I'd get excited, and I'd wake up. I'm like, Oh, really? Every time. Um, but once upon a time, years, like, I think when I was dating Sierra, because um, she saw things too. Yeah. And there was one time where we were on acid, and we walked out in the living room, and like, I don't like having lights on a lot. So it was relatively dark in the middle of the night, too. Like, odd little light coming in from outside. And I don't know how it got there, but she's explaining. She's like, when I see these things, it's not like a person like you and me, like, sitting right there. It's different. It's like, it's almost like a shadow. Yeah. And if you look at a spot, and, like, she's, like, right there, for example. Like, you want to see what I'm seeing? I can see them right there on the fucking couch. But you can't look at them directly. Yeah, I was like, I'm getting goosebumps right now telling the fucking story. She's like, you look into the shadow, and you don't, like, you don't stare at that spot, but you focus on the spot. And I started doing that, and, like, I I mean, I'm on drugs, but, like, when I'm on drugs, I'm still relatively straight majority of the time. Fucking, it was hair on the back of my neck stood up. I was like, what the fuck, fucking fuck, freak me the fuck out. And I just turned around and walked away. I was like, I'm not doing that shit. It was like terrifying. I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's a, mm, it's okay when it's not negative energy, but the amount of negative energy, it's, and it seems to get worse in different houses. Interesting. Yeah, like the house that we're in now, it's the worst. I thought Canyon Creek was the worst. Where, like, I literally had a vivid dream of my mother being strangled and I could smell her flesh and, like, oh, it was fucked right up. And I got up and I was, like, panicking. I couldn't breathe and I could see a little shadow at the end of my bed. So I, like, shook my eyes and it went away. Shook my eyes, yeah. (laughs) Whatever it takes. Get out of my face. (laughs) Went to the bathroom and I sat down to go pee and I could see it coming into the bathroom from the faucet Fuck reflection. That. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And then so what do you do? You just sit there and watch it? We moved out literally a month yeah, later. Yeah, but what did you do in that situation? You see it coming towards you. I turned, the, like I, I looked at the... Trying to face it? Yeah, and it goes. Like uh, as uh, soon as you look at uh, it, it goes away. You know what? Actually, I'm having a little bit of those more like... When I was like really f- focused on my shit. Yeah. Um when I was at CNRL because like I'd have all this time alone so I'd just meditate and I was like a fucking weird hippie nerd right. that's when I got good at meditating I was really kind of tapped in and doing everything I could to be like good and mindful and present and like you know turn inward and like be one with myself and there was one night at work and this wasn't a negative energy I there's only been a few times where I witnessed that yeah. but I'm sitting in my truck in the middle of the night and I'm just on this one lease and 
I was doing my usual thing where I was just kind of like sitting there with the seat kind of halfway back and I was like gonna meditate kind of zone out whatever in the corner of my I saw like a flashlight I was like fuck was that mm-hmm. and so I like it freaked me out because I was like it, it was there and I saw sure as shit and so I like just looked and I was like nothing so I like picked up the only thing my thought was well maybe like I caught a we- I moved a slight way and I caught a reflection off my phone that was sitting in my lap or whatever and that's that's what it was really? so I like picked my phone up and I was like moved around I was like no and then like I looked back ahead and I kind of sat down and then fucking it just like came back up beside it was like at the the mirror on the side of the truck and I was like oh and then it fucking I turned to look same thing fucked off I was like oh that's cool is that when you do the Star Wars thing E.T. <laughs> <laughs> I thought wait that was so backwards what's this what do you mean the Star Wars the E.T. what are you talking about you know like <laughs> I meant the Star Wars and I changed it to yeah. E.T. <laughs> I was like what Oh, shit. I don't know. I still don't even know what you... You mean the glowy fingers? The... No, like Spock <laughs> with the stupid spread fingers, two on each side, but then fucking E.T. popped it in my head. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I know that a lot of the time you say when you're trying to get these negative energy shit out, you just, like, you sage the house. Oh, and God. What, like, what, were you doing anything else that I didn't know about did I you burned. do any like the the salt or the white powder on your door i did salt all over my house windows doors everywhere mm-hmm. but i have like Animals animal farm which one. is so gross in the yeah. house and then Lindley, as she got older it was just everywhere so i vacuumed it all up i mm. have white candles i burn those and while i do my white candles i say that thing that amanda sent me about like um Lucifer, sons, blah 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 blah. You Just have clearing it. Yeah. yeah, and when I do that, the hair stands up on my neck right. and it gets chilled. And like, when I have negative energy around me, I get these surges. Like when I was younger, or even just now, if I'm doing something and I get like a surge of energy and I get mm-hmm. really loud and violent, it's a negative energy that I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. So when I do that, then I try to clear it. But for the longest time, I never knew what it was. Uh, tricky. Yeah, so I would just like get super excited, but then if noise would get really loud, it would terrify me. Like I would drop on the ground and plug my ears and shake. Yeah, it was terrifying. Fuck. Yeah, so huh. I sage every night. Like I. Even if nothing's going on, you just do it in r- r- like ritual now every night, or. Yeah. That's cool. And um, I burn white candles when I don't have my sage, just mm-hmm. to clear it. Um. I play frequencies, like uh, I think it's 417, negative energy cleansing frequencies. Nice. But lately it's been good, knock on wood, except Lindley's been having mega nightmares. Like she got up and super crawled to the end of the bed, like Bodhi picked uh-huh. her up before she fell off, and when you grabbed her, she was screaming bloody murder. Jesus. But she is super in tune, and now she says there's monsters coming, but she also watches Dora and all that or little oh, monsters. So you don't know like what's what. Yeah, but like I don't know. I can I can feel stuff with her, but when I like right now when I'm doing school and stuff, mm-hmm. I don't focus on the spirituality of myself. I focus on like the human yeah, the just here now. Yeah, and yeah. everything quiets and it's yeah. like a nice little break. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But the feelings and stuff I get with my gut and, like, my intuitiveness and crap, it's always there. But I can quiet it down and be like, no, I want to be human and focus on what I'm doing. I don't want to think about this or that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Other than that, I just sage or say stuff or... um, I... The most recent instance that I had... I like I said I've never had a lot of them very few I've heard little bits here and there but it's never been like a bad thing mm-hmm. I mean there's a ghost at our apartment or was that was turning on the TV so much <laughs> that it freaked Katie out she unplugged the fucking TV <laughs> but um, yeah, I, th- I think it was harmless actually um, I had a woman over uh, I don't know way back four or five months ago or something mm-hmm. she was a wonderful woman kind of like quirky kind of a hippie very like in her own nuanced little spiritual way right. um 
and she told me I think a week or so after she was over she's like when we were in your bedroom I like peripheral vision for a moment I saw like a woman standing there like watching us and I was like what and she's like she had like tall dark features and I was like what I was like just like I sent her a picture of Katie I was like like this Mm-mm. I was like, that's my roommate. She's like, no, it wasn't her. And I was like, spooky but cool. And she goes, like, it wasn't bad. I was like, she she said, you're very blessed. Like, you're going <laughs> to live a beautiful life. Like, you're blessed. You have people looking out for you. And I was like, well, that's kind of wholesome and touching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um. See, the thing that I found with negative energies is, okay, so I have the thing with the grudge. Our dad <laughs> let us watch the grudge when we were younger, traumatized, like slept with mom till I was 16. I remember. Yeah, just wrecked. <laughs> I also didn't help with that. Remember when I like woke you up with that? Oh, mask? don't worry. It's there. It's like <laughs> a young addicts. I'm good with addicts now, like 25. Took, took like, 10 years. Yeah. 10, 15 years. But, um. I also slept with mom because of the shit that I would hear or like the one time we were at 81 Cabin Crescent. Well, you I did have that right above your head. Right on my head? Yeah. And then right at the foot of the bed. I could hear someone crawling and scratching oh at the foot right of the now. bed. So I got up and I crawled to the end and I was like, I was going to go yell because the dog slept there. Yeah. And I, there pet was... peeve, I can't fucking stand animals itching or licking. <laughs> it wakes me up from a dead sleep, <laughs> and I yell at them. Yeah. I whisper yell through the house. Yeah. yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and nothing was on the ground, and I was like, great. Yikes. See, but I can't, like, I can't even talk about this because it just, it's, it, it's it not like it attaches or... to me, but it just makes me feel gross. Okay, let's, let's change it up then. But... Spiritual stuff so much cooler when it's not like demonic crap, but I, we live in a world right now that's shifting horribly yeah, between different the, things. The good is the good's prevailing. Do it you is. Not agree? Oh, I do. Yeah. But when we were like in the midst of it, I know oh, it, it was, was bad heavy. for a little bit. I felt, I think everyone collectively felt that it was. I think I've mentioned on a couple of podcasts. I talked to enough people. I still do all the time where. Some that are very, very in tune with what's going on. And people will be like, well, look at this tinfoil tin hat weirdo. And then other people that have just no idea, oblivious and just 3D. And they mm-hmm. would all pretty much say the same thing around the same time. Like what they were experiencing, how they felt, what they're going through. Yeah. So, yeah, I understand what you're saying with that. but. Or, uh, last thing. I just won't go into stories. It's making my That's ears okay. hot. <laughs> <laughs> um... When I have, like, negative thoughts, mm-hmm. like uh, suicide thoughts or, like, just freak-out thoughts, I can feel a negative energy behind yeah. me egging yeah, me it's on. Not you. That's, um, I've told this to a few people, and I've talked, uh, I talked to Amanda about it, too, a couple things. I think it was actually she, because we used to do all our nerd shit, right. and she went down the rabbit holes deep, and she'd come and, like, show me different things, and I was like, oh, fuck. And that was one of the things that she showed me. It was a woman on YouTube. She was talking about, um, like, these energies and these entities and, like, these thoughts that they're not you. And, like, you are not, you're not your thoughts. You're not your emotions. You're just an observer Mm -hmm. here observing it. That's literally all it is. Like, where people get it twisted and get it fucked up is, like, for example, if you didn't have the awareness... Which, I mean, probably when you're younger, you didn't. And, I mean, we've all been there where you have this, like, suicidal thought. Or the thing where people are driving down the highway. And that's like, ooh, how fun and interesting would it be to, like, fucking drive into the fucking ditch right now? I do that every day. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) that's not you. That's, like, the orbiting shitty fucking energies and entities or whatever's clinging to you. Because you have such a bright light that it's, like, huzzah. But it's not just that. Like, yes, you have a bright light because you're you. But if your resonance, like your frequency and your energy is fucked up because you're in a lower spot, because like your head's not right or whatever, you're soaking up shit, Mm -hmm. then that's how they get in. Because you have cracks and disturbances in your resonance. It's like basically, think of it like, you know, I'm just painting a picture for, you know, anyone that's like, what the fuck are these weirdos talking about? Like in Harry (laughs) Potter, when homeboy's like, expect a patronum, and the fucking giant white fucking wiener comes out of his wand. And like, when you're like healthy, and you're thriving and you're like full of gratitude and love and you're like you know you, you, happy 
right. healthy thoughts. You got that giant white big dick fucking energy and bubble around you, and like that shit's like, no, you, like it can't fuck with you. Yeah, li- <laughs> literally. But like same thing too. When I was like, you know, around toxic people, and getting in my own head and all fucked up and depressed, that shit would just creep in. Sometimes I'd be fine, and then it would just we're back. I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. Yeah. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Savage. It's like little, <laughs> yeah. Bad times. Bad times. I just well, the only um, we can totally steer it elsewhere after this part. The only thing I was gonna add, just because, you know, you never know who's listening, and I know some people are probably like, wait, you did what and what and what to get these fucking boogies out of your house? Oh. Um, when I <laughs> when I was babysitting Nick's, mm-hmm. um, in Calgary there. There was one night where I was in the kitchen, and I was just chilling, and he was fed. I had a walk with him. We had a good walk. He went to the bathroom. He was fine. And I'm on my laptop playing a game whatever, and he's being weird. He's, like, whining, and I'm like, and I know him very well. I know when he's whining because he wants attention. I know when he's going to the bathroom. He's, it was, like, a weird whine. I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he was like, he looked at me. And, like, it was, like, me and this fucking dog could talk. And he just slowly looked over beside me and, like, stared at it for a second. I was, like, and he looked back at me. And I'm, like, oh. I was, like, wait, is this what I think it is? And he looked back one more time. like, for fuck. So I, like, I just, I turn and look where he's looking. And I just, like, same thing. I, like, even right now, like, you could, I got gross fucking goosebumps and shit. I was, like, oh. It was, like, very gross. And, like, top of mind, I don't remember, like, all these specific fucking almighty mantras that, like, know man or like different people so i'm just like get the fuck out of this house you're not welcome here you son of a bitch fucking leave right now i was like i banish and remove and rid all contracts constraints and any energies and entities that are like not in alignment with my higher self fucking beat it bitch and then i was like oh i feel better now mm-hmm. and fucking homeboy just lays down and he's like okay I was like oh i know i i use my dogs and my cats for that reason. Like, like if it, I have to suffer safe? here, you're all coming yeah. to suffer with me. <laughs> like, come explore the house with me. I and you want some water. Yeah, the thing that sucks though is because Lindley is so because when little people come out, they're amazing, amazing little beings until mm-hmm. society dumbs them down to say you're crazy if you think outside of the three D human mind. Yeah. So when she gets nervous, I'm like, well, shit, because I'm the mom, but I'm nervous, but I can't be the nervous one that runs and hides behind you, so yeah. now I got to do this shit. Yeah, you got to be the one hiding behind Lindley. <laughs> Protect me, child. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't happen. I'm not that mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can just picture you walking around the house holding your child in front of you. <laughs> it's going to be fine, Lindley. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But some, yeah, some houses are worse. And this one, like, I can pinpoint. Usually it's closets. But you feel where they are. I thought we were going to change this under brighter. Better, oh, yeah. Things. Okay, carry on. Why don't, why don't we, like, slightly keep it within the same semblance and, like, transition? You said, you know, and I agree completely, you got, like, these little kids and these babies who are just pure Mm-hmm. Nothing but love and light and chilling and so fucking smart and intelligent and these little sponges. When in your life, like, do you, can you recall any instances where you had to, like, suppress that or were told that it was not there, not right? Or, like, you know, you just saw something or felt something a certain way. It doesn't have to be ghosts. It's just, like, something you believed in. And you're like, no. When do you think that that, you know, you started to be programmed or, like, ostracized? Yeah. School. Like grade two, Why? because what well, you just like you talk to all these other little kids. Okay, Santa Claus is the perfect thing. <laughs> so Santa Claus, you believe in Santa Claus? Like deep down, I still believe there's a Santa Claus. Yeah, fucking power too. I love that. I love it too. Like I'm like, oh, like I wish I could go to the North Pole and see Santa Claus, but I'm like, no, you're Santa Claus now. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, there was this one kid. Maybe it wasn't grade two. Maybe it was grade four. Okay. There I'm was this tree. kid. He was this little Chinese dude. Jeremy Yu was his oh, name. Oh, I remember that kid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he walked around. <laughs> And he was like, Santa Claus is your parents. And I was like, 
<laughs> just I, I don't have to say it. The last name says it. <laughs> the Asian kid fucking breaking dreams for everyone. Yeah. And this is no slight on Asian people, but come on, bro. <laughs> and I was kind of like just woke for his time. Yeah. I was kind of like I kind of had a feeling it was, but at the same time you like the amount of disappointment you felt when you realized that it was all like it wasn't what your imagination made up of Santa Claus. So I went home. I sat on it. I didn't say anything. The next morning I was in the bathtub getting ready for school and mom came in to do her hair. Mm -hmm. And I looked at her dead serious and I was like, are you Santa Claus, mom? <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of cracked a grin and she was like, yeah, I am. And then the disappointment <laughs> flooded and I think I cried a little bit. And I was like... Yeah, so uh -huh. if I believe in things that other people don't, they're going to look at me like I'm the crazy person who believes in Santa Claus. So then you just start keeping it quiet. And then as I got older, I got this messed up perception of life where I needed to have a boyfriend, mm -hmm. needed the male attention of somebody. Yeah. And... Uh, then I just literally shoved all of that away. But there was, they were still there. Like, not negative, but there was still stuff happening. Mm -hmm. And I would tell Grandma, but Grandma's, like, Grandma's so-so. She gets uncomfortable and nervous with it, so she yeah. kind of, like, like, rationalizes. She's, she's yeah. like, oh, it was just this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was one I was watching a movie on my laptop in the back room where I stayed, and there was a gun cabinet, but it was, like, mirror reflection. Mm -hmm. And this lady in this beautiful dress walked behind me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go sit in the living room now. <laughs> okay. That's enough of that. But then I would tell grandma and she would like shut it down. So then I would suppress it because why would I, like especially boys. I'm a teenage girl. Why would I tell a guy that I like, oh, by the way, I see dead people and they talk to me. <laughs> Like, there goes your chances I of mean, doing anything with this guy. For the most part, especially at that age, yeah, you're right. And then, when you do drugs and you drink, that gets, like, just lowers it, and, yeah, Big it's... Time. Oh, that's... There's two parts to why I used to smoke. I was... Okay, I've said this before, and yes, I was being a shithead. Uh, I mean, everything we do is for a fucking reason, right? So, like, when I fell into the rave scene... And I like doing like my copious amounts of MDMA and then eventually like mushrooms and acid. When I would do all these drugs, especially when I do them in combinations, which was fantastic, I would like, I'm way more in tune with myself and everyone around me. So I'm in like this whatever, uh, small venue or bigger one with like thousands of people around me. And I'm off my fucking ass and I can feel all of their energies. And oh. I'm still like, I'm still, was still kind of, I don't know, I, w I wasn't able to handle it as well as I can now. So it was, it was a lot. Uh, what I would do is I'd always have to wear a hat. Because I can't remember what it was, but I read somewhere like, the hat focuses you in your energy. So I'd like have this hat on, and I'd put it straight when I need to focus like my energy and like, you know, focal point. Okay. And then, you know, I'd be like, okay, I'll turn it back again. And I'm chilling for a bit. And I just keep flipping it back and forth. <laughs> but when it was too much for me and I needed a break from all the energy I was feeling from people, mm -hmm. I'd go out for a cigarette. Because when I smoke a cigarette, it would lower my vibration and it would bring me back in my body. Ah. Yes. So that was like my thing is I'd go in and I would just like feel everyone's energy and everything. And I was like, fuck, this is wild as fuck. I'd have, there was a few shows, actually one in particular, because I'm not one that has like a lot of visual effects or hallucinations. Right. Um, but I was at this one show and I think it was Mushrooms and MDMA. And I was maybe 30, 40 feet away from the DJ, but I was just looking at him on the stage and it was, it was like he was like translucent and I could see him in like half out of himself. I was like, this is a lot. And I was like feeling people's energy so intensely that night that I was like just not even really per se enjoying the show. Like I was, but I was just like also just kind of focusing on my breathing so I could move all that energy through me so I didn't have a fucking fit. Panic attack and <laughs> die and pass out. I mean, I'm not going to paint that terrifying of a picture but i suppose yeah if you lost your shit and couldn't process what's happening i mean possible yeah you, the look on your face right now it's like you're having flashbacks of some not so awesome things well bef like <laughs> like you said we didn't really know each other and mm -hmm. when i worked at parks and you used to go ape shit with your drugs mm -hmm. dan he's like 
a second dad to me, like a really good dude. Still talk to him like Lindley's grandpa too. Love that. Um, I literally told him, I was like, my brother's going to overdose on drugs by 30. He's like, what? <laughs> I was like, yep, all he does is drugs. All he does is this. He's going to bite. He's going to be dead by 30 overdose. And this is when everybody was like, in Smith, was like dying of fentanyl overdoses. Yeah. And I, and then we got to know each other, and I was like, oh, okay, he's not an idiot. He like watches his stuff, but still. Yeah, I knew what I was doing. Yeah, I was just like, this kid's going to fucking kill himself and then I'm going to have to deal with a mother who's (laughs) 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 not like I mean realistically speaking I was hellbent on I was like pushing limits yeah I'll always be like that at that point in my life um, it was basically okay this is how it all happened it was the perfect concoction of like oh we in for some trouble so it was like the the four-year relationship with Christina, which was a shit show. Right. It just got worse and worse and worse. Like, it's a four-year toxic on and off of hell. Yeah. Um, to the point where I was, like, acting and behaving in ways that, like, it, it wasn't even me. I was, like, in a real bad place doing shit that I'm not proud of at all. So, when that all ended, finally, or what I thought was finally, I, I was like, I'm free. I'm, like, in my mid-20s. I'm living on my own here. I'm chilling. I'm thriving. I got, like, money coming in, a good job. I just, I have my own space. Like, that was before Keenan moved in. I was just, and even when he was there, so I was like, I'm just doing me. Fuck it. That's when I finally, like, after five years of working, I was like, yeah. I had some guys that, like, we'd been chit-chatting about, like, steroids and shit. I was like, oh, yeah. So I started my first steroids. Like, oh. I was free out of this four-year toxic on-and-off relationship. I was like, fuck it, I'm getting a bike. It's time for a fucking bike. So I just go into the dealership and I was like, okay. So I got my Ducati. I'm doing steroids for the first time. I'm like free. I'm single. I'm in my 20s. I got money rolling in. I'm like living alone. I was like, let's fucking go. And I'm going to shows. I'm doing like mushrooms and fucking MDMA. Well, mostly MDMA at that point. But then it was like mushrooms heavy and then acid. Um, But yeah, I was like, I thought I was on top of the fucking world. I was like, fuck yeah. I mean, I feel like lightning hit the tip of my penis because of like the steroids and I'm like I'm like I'm fucking jacked (laughs) yeah but there was times when I literally wanted to punch you in the head (laughs) because because, like what I'd love to know okay so when topics would come up and you didn't agree with it, you would be like, that's not how life works. Just stop talking. Don't talk about it. It was Bo's way or the highway, and it was like, <laughs> my fucking God. <laughs> not even going to talk to this guy. Nope, that's not how it works. Nope, mm. that's not it. Like what? Give me some, do you God, have examples? I, 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 like, I know like, I used to be a bit of an asshole. I never thought it was that bad. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> like, yeah, uh. I just, ugh. I, I think it energy. was, I think it was, it must have been when you all started doing that. It was, oh, it was the start of your steroids because oh, you. Oh, that was probably you guys telling me that I was going to die or fucking. No, it was just mom being a mom and you would be like, I love you, but shut the fuck up. I know what I'm doing. Okay. I know how to do life. That was fair. I mean, douchey, but, like, she was freaking out and thinking I'm going to kill myself and I'm going to die and all this shit. Little did she know, because I didn't, like, keep this. I was so, I mean, I thought I was on top of the world. Realistically speaking, I'm emotionally broken, busted inside, and it's like, oh, you know, I would never, like, actually kill myself because at the time, I was like, that's a pussy's cop out. I ain't gonna do that shit. If I'm ready to kill myself, I'm just gonna fuck shit up. I'm gonna go steal a car. I'll rob a fucking bank. I'm gonna go out with a bang. And like maybe while I'm going out with a bang, I'll find something that sparks my desire to live again. Here's an epiphany. That, right? Or you said here's an epiphany? Yeah, here's an epiphany. Okay, what do you got? I'm robbing a bank. Someone wants to shoot me, but I just realized how much money I have. So <laughs> hold up. <laughs> Let's reel it back a bit. <laughs> You're right. You never. The one thing I read about suicide, which I will say till I am dead, because it's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard, okay. is people who say they want to die 
thing. Don't want to die. Definitely not. Because if you throw yourself into a raging sea, watch yourself fight for survival. For sure. I think, like, uh, I'm not even going to quote the statistic, but a majority of people, like, uh, especially if, like, yeah, they jump off a bridge or something, it's like, well, uh, no, this was the thing. So survivors of suicide, they mm-hmm. tried to kill themselves, they mm-hmm. made it, they survived, whatever. Mm-hmm. They said, like, the moment, you know, for example, jump off that bridge, the second they were falling, they're like, fuck, 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 fuck. They're like, no. This and they survived. They're I like, want. they're just so grateful that they didn't die. And it's like, shit. It's, it's the, I don't want to die. I just want to kill a part of myself that I don't want anymore. But they don't know Oof. how to do it. They just know how I to. I haven't heard that. I love that. That's it's beautiful. not mine. I don't I'm, know who said it. Whatever. I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. But yeah. I huh. think, and. This whole, like, mental illness where everybody thinks they have a mental illness. I totally believe that there are some imbalances in people's brains. For sure. But if everyone would just realize that we're all human, we all have, like, I bet you 99.9% of people have thought about killing themselves. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that we're all depressed all the time or bipolar. I'm bipolar, I'm schizophrenic, I'm this, I have ADHD, I'm like... I'm the same thing. I I hate labels, and I don't like that people like affix these mental illnesses to themselves. They're like, I have ADHD. I'm bipolar. I'm this. I'm this. I'm like, okay. So you're telling your body, you're telling everyone else, you're telling the world that you are these things. And if you're telling the world that you're these things, you've obviously done research and looking into these things, and you understand what they are. You're literally like focusing and fixating on these mental illnesses and like the one thing that stands truer than everything else in this world whatever the fuck you focus on becomes your reality mm-hmm. and that's what chaps my ask is like look i think there's a lot of value in the fact that you know we have these professionals and people that can speak on subjects like you know yeah you have adhd so we'll like maybe a service alone what do we look like you have a limited attention span like unless you're really you know fixated focused on something you, you're like this you're all over the place you you know, if you don't have a set plan or if you don't balance your dopamine receptors properly, you're struggling and you're fucked and you can fall into depression or whatever. But like anybody can have that. Yes. We like we go through phases of our life. Did you know I recently found out that someone without ADHD can get ADHD from trauma? Yes. Yes. Do you know people who have multiple personality disorder usually have it from a trauma response to protect the person they are? Well, that's what... Okay, I literally witnessed that in my one relationship. And, like, I I think I observed it during the relationship in moments. But I saw it after the fact because, like, I don't... Did I tell you about the... I'm not going to name names. Psycho Stacy at the club in Calgary? Mm. Mm. Okay. Anyways, it's like this. Um, for anyone that's not aware, uh, a year, year and a half relationship ended very, very badly, and I was harassed, stalked, fucking everything endlessly for like <laughs> a year after it. A fucking year. I like blocked everything. I was like, get the fuck out of here. It was endless. Even, even I just showed you the text tonight. I got one probably from her. Yeah. You and your garbage soul, you. Uh, Yeah. Just to everyone, the text was reminding me that I'm the worst person in the world and I'm trash. I'm never never going to be able to convince people because I deep down, I know I'm trash. Anyways, the part where I'm like, you you have to, there has to be something there in terms of like multiple personalities. She dead ass. Like, I wanted to see my favorite DJ. I'm in Calgary. I'm like, fuck, she lives here. But, like, I felt it. I was like, this bitch is going to be there for sure. Sure shit. Uh, Like, like the one you just went to? No, like, yeah, when I was watching Nick's. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. So, it was like, I was having a great time. I took some mushrooms. I was chilling. I was just bullshitting with people, doing, like, single me at the club. I was having fun. And at midnight, I go to take a piss. And I'm walking up the stairs. And guess who fucking walks by? I was like, no fucking way of course psycho state of course so i was like i saw her i know what she's wearing i'll like i'm tall as fuck it's easy to see people i'll stay the fuck away from her avoid her like the plague it sucks because then you can i'm seen but like i can just i see her i'll move i shit you not this bitch followed me around the club six times she i'd like see her i'd go to the opposite side and it was packed like it you didn't get anywhere quick 20 minutes go by 15 20 minutes whatever she's beside me again i'm like Jesus fucking Christ. 
So after like maybe an hour and a half of this cat and mouse game, <laughs> um, there was one point she was literally like a body away from me. I was like standing on the wall with some girl and she's a body away. And I, I was like actually getting anxious. I was like, are you serious? Like, get the fuck away from me. And the girl I was standing beside, she's like, I'm going to go get a drink. And I was like, I'm going to go pee. So this is perfect timing. Bye. And um, shortly after that, though, she comes up to me. She catches me. Finally catches me. Comes up. She's like, hey, bro, how's it going? And I'm like, I'm, just, I'm shocked. I'm like, what? I just made like the motion like under my neck. I'm like, no, just leave. Just go. And she gets all pouty and fucks off and leaves. But I'm like, after all of that, after you trying to ruin my life for like over a year, you're gonna just come up to me and be like, hey homie, how's it going? Like, what? Let's take a moment to realize at Christmas, she tried to pour balsamic salad dressing into a wine glass to drink it. I didn't witness that, but we're not, I'm not here to slag or talk <laughs> shit. That's, we'll just leave that. Um, but just in terms of like the multiple personalities, like yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Just from what I observed, like when she would tell me, like, like pathological liar, self admitted and everything. When I would call her out on her lies, she'd be like, "I didn't do that," and it's like she believed it. Because they're like I know. That. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, like dead center. Like, she just completely lies, ignores it all. It's like it didn't happen. It's like Gaslight City. And I'm like... Because they totally believe their lies. Literally. They don't even know the difference. Correct. Like my one... Like my ex, you couldn't say anything. And he's like, I didn't do that though. It's like... You did! (laughs) Like I haven't. No, I didn't. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's like... Right. You can't even talk to you because it's like banging your head against the wall. Yeah. I don't... All you need, like, zinc and vitamins and water. <laughs> Bitch, you need to drink some water and have some vitamins because you all twisted. Stay off the uh, sugars and all the <laughs> crappy food and processed the, junk the and eat message. some... You're not wrong, though. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Truly. That's, like, the biggest thing when I, like, I'm coaching people again and... Um, Loving it, having a great time, and I'm like, hey, little by little, let's get you away from the shitty food, real food, drink your water, I'm like, you should take these vitamins, like, come on, let's, slowly but surely, let's feel better. There's a vitamin, I think the brand is True Hope. Okay. And... Is that multivitamin thing? Yeah. My mom gave me, because she's like, when I was in the thick of being depressed, she's like, this will help you. Yeah, it's all formulated to help balance your brain. I actually looked at the, uh, the ingredient list on it. And yeah, it's it's good. It's the best shit ever, but I can't remember the freaking name for it right now. But the brand is True Hope. I yeah, I know because she gave it to me, and I would two parts. She gave me that, and she gave me Inisotol. I think that's how it's pronounced. You know what I'm talking about? Inisotol. Inisotol. <laughs> that fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Inisotol. Yeah. So that. Um, now I don't know. It's so hard because like there's so many factors at play. Like she gave me that. I think it was maybe two months ago, two, three months ago. Yeah. And taking the multivitamin, I'm taking the Inisidol. Did I say that right? Inis- yeah. Yeah, Inisidol daily. Yeah. And I was doing better, but I was still getting the odd little wave of depression and shit. Yeah. And that's what Inisidol is, like, specifically for, is, like, kind of helping regulate the hormones and whatnot that, like, fuck with, like, your mental and, like, depression and your mood and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um I think it definitely had an influence because that's right when I got to the point where I was like, I was feeling better, but then I pulled the trigger on like, fuck it, I'm going to live my life entirely by what feels right. I don't give a fuck. I'm not being a bitch anymore. I was like, if it feels like I should do it, I'm going to fucking do it even if it's terrifying. People should live their life like that all the time. Yeah. Because then money, like shit literally falls out of the sky for you because you're following your true path just stop pointing at me you know what i'm talking about don't you yes okay good good that's all i needed but Uh, literally shit falls out of the sky for you it's amazing like this dude jimmy yule he has won the lottery like three times (laughs) (laughs) like like, i don't know what the hell he's doing with his life but who wins the lottery three fucking times that's so cool 
He's just chilling. He's like, I'll just win it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, all in a... I don't even think it was super spread apart. Like And, like, millions of dollars. Yo, I'm going to do that. Win the lottery? Remember, Mom gave me a lottery ticket for Christmas? Yeah? It's been, like, over a fucking... You should check it. So I have, because I don't want it to expire. I cashed in the first time, like, two or three months after. I was like, a free play. I was like, cool. Okay. And then when the timing's right, when I feel called to it, I'm like, oh, yeah, lottery ticket. And then I cash it. So I think I've cashed it three times now. I get a free play every time. The one time I got 10 bucks. Right. And then when I was in Calgary last time, I was, like, looked over, and there was, like, this fucking one woman came in. She's checking my tickets. And I was like, the ticket. Go out to your car and get the ticket. So I'm just... <laughs> I'm I'm riding that whole fucking thing. So we'll see where that takes me. And now, like, what number do you have in your mind, though? I don't. I don't do. I should. I just get the quick plays. I just no, the no, no, no. Not like the. I mean, like, what is your lottery winning number? Like the money. Yeah. What are you going for? Oh, I don't. I'm just like. I'm just gonna win a stack. Oh. I. I mean, I guess in terms of manifestation, yeah. I should have a number. Yeah. All right. I. I don't. I don't. I don't want that much. 400000 That's what? it? Yeah. If you're winning the lottery, yeah. that's all you're taking? Yeah. I mean, I can't complain. I'm like, if I won this $4,300 one, I'd be happy with it. I don't want to have... Okay, I also... I'm going to be careful about this because... Watch how you say yes, it. Yes, I'll be careful about what I put out. Um, I said that number... Because, like, when I got into trading and shit, and I blew up $60,000 in a week just yeah. because I was fucking around and I wanted to feel something. Oh, I felt something all right. But, like, the lesson I got from it and the takeaway was, um, I, like, I lost that attachment to money. Which was beautiful because I'm, like, oh. days went by. Weeks went by. I was, like, wow. This, this giant stack of money that I had. It was giant to me at the time. It was, like, everything I had. I was, like it's gone and I'm still here and I'm still alive and I'm still okay. And it was like really beautiful in that sense. And in terms of like my trading today, mm -hmm. when I make money and I lose money, it doesn't matter because I lost that attachment to money. And that was a big thing to learn. So I say 400,000 because I like the hustle and the pursuit and the grind. I like to do things and I, I like when I make a trade now and I, I win the trade, it plays out how I want to. Like, yeah. it goes exactly how I want. I'm not, like, sure, the money's cool. I'm like, hey, But I'm like, oh, yeah, bitch, it did exactly what... I'm not stoked that I saw what was going to happen, and it happened. I don't give a fuck about the money. So when I say I want 400000 it's because, like, what's that do for me right now? That's going to... I'm going to clear money. my debt. I'm going to move over. Me and the girlfriend will be chilling. I'm going to have, like, no money issues. I'll probably take a year off. Just to, like, spend time with her when I can when she's not working. Right. I'm even fucking ask her. I'm like, you, let's get, like, two rental properties. Um, and then let's go rent somewhere you want. You want to go to Bali and live for a year? We'll do that. So we'll get two rental properties. We'll buy two or three rental properties together. Start pulling an income off of that. I'm going to put some of that money back into my trading portfolio because I love to trade. We'll go to Bali and live there because it's fucking cheap. Fucking cheap. And we're just going to live life like we're fucking kings. And just, like, love one another and, like, fucking love the world. Experience shit. And then when we're over there living life at that point, then we can decide, like, hey, where do we want to go next? What do we want to do with our lives? And that's when the next part comes. And at that time, where are we at? We have some passive money coming in off of the rental properties. I've got a trading portfolio that I'd still fuck with, not because I necessarily have to. I could set it up so it's long-term and I don't have to think about it. Mm -hmm. But I want to because I love to fucking do it. Right. And then I'd still coach people while I was over there. I'd, I want to build it up just because I like... Helping people? Yeah, seeing them thrive. And I would just, like, grow off of that. It, it's kind of like the adult, mature version of what I envisioned for myself when I was a little bit younger. When I was younger, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to get super fucking jacked and I'm going to make porn and like I'm going to travel the world making porn and just having hot sex in all these cool places and I'm going to make big bank doing that. Same thing. I was going to like generate income stream with the porn. I was going to then use that money to like invest, have an investment portfolio. And then I was just going to like travel around doing that, exploring the world with a person, having fun, living. So now same, same, but much different healthier more mature i have a question things. yeah is sex different for you as you have gotten older way different 
way different. I've realized just how sexualized sex is yeah. from a very young age because of porn and society related around porn. Yeah. Because of the, like, as we talked about earlier, women's bodies, whatever they are, are always so sexualized that that's a hunk of meat and I'm going to use it to pleasure myself and I don't give a shit how she feels about it and then I'm done using her when I'm done. That's fucked. And for women, because you're allowing literally a dude to be inside of you, Mm -hmm. you're like attached and then you turn into an emotional dumpster and you take all of his shitty baggage and he feels amazing because he unloaded and then you just get like down more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. It's two way street though too. When I was being a whore, I I took on the things of the like you form a connection with someone, you exchange energy. It's like the most sacred thing out there. So of course it but, is. Um, but it's talked about like it's frowned upon. What's that like? Uh, like sex, especially as a girl, like you shouldn't be having sex. I. Th- I think it's fucked. I completely agree. Actually, I saw a thing today um, on TikTok. There was this girl, and she used some dipshit, replied in the comments using that fucking douchebag analogy that's like, well, I'm a master key, and I can open up all of these locks. So, like, I'm, you know, I'm valuable, and you're not, because, like, you're just being opened up by all these keys. And I really loved her reply, because she came back, and she's like, you know what, dude? Um, I've had my fair share of sex, maybe like been with a hundred dudes, maybe 25 chicks or whatever. <laughs> maybe out of all of these people, there's been maybe a dozen that actually unlocked that lock. Okay. So calm your shit down. And it was like so entertaining for me to just look at the comments. Cause like, what do you see? This girl's completely right. Completely valid. It's like <laughs> dipshit out here. I actually replied. I was like, homeboy, anyone that agrees with this dude is the kind of motherfucker that literally has a list of the girls he slept with and none of them have finished. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. That's so true. Oh, my, my fucking God. My ex had a list. Of course. One to whatever. And that's, I'm not just going to, yeah, a lot of dudes are shit, but I'm not going to beg and it's people, a lot of people are shit. I've had girl. I had, there was a girl, she came over. It was just a date, nice date. I made us some dinner, and I was just watching a movie. I'm just chilling. Don't, you know, don't make a weird face. It wasn't that wild. I was just making some fucking chicken and pasta. <laughs> I'm just trying to get jacked, you know? And <laughs> we're just having a conversation, a couple drinks or whatever. And then we go watch a movie. And, like, just a preface for everyone, I fucking like my movies. Just because I'm watching them. I told Buddy yesterday, I told Brian, I was like, Man, this one chick got so mad at me because she came over for a movie and, like, I didn't fuck her. I was like, I told her. I was like, I just like movies. He's like, yeah, you fucking idiot. You watched the movie. She's there for that. I was like, fine. I'm different then. I like who's, my movies. Fuck who's off. Who's Brian? My buddy I'm working with. Oh. First podcast. Um, I'm the same way. I don't, like, don't touch me. I'm watching a movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, what the hell? This is the perfect time to tell the story before I finish the other story. Okay, sorry. When I was uh, in high school still at 81 Cabin Crescent. Mm-hmm. When I was mad stoner vibes, I met this girl at a party, Lauren Van Dusen tells. That's where we had the parties. Okay. And I'm sitting on the couch, chilling. I'm the cool stoner boy. I was getting eyes from the girls, and you know how it is. And <laughs> I love the look on your face right now. <laughs> um, she sits beside me on the couch, and we kind of make out a little bit. And I was like, okay, this is some cool vibes. Cool, 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 cool. Um, and she's this, like proclaimed stoner girl so i'm like cool cool i'm like did i know this girl no this was a very brief interaction okay. so the next day i'm like you want to hang out and she's like yeah sure so i go pick her up um you picked her up yeah what do you mean what? with what your skateboard you fucking were in jetta i was fucking 16 wait you were six you still partied at lauren van dusen's when you were 16 yeah i think those happened once in a while up until i was like yeah no, nah, you were 16, on your 17? skateboard 14 when nah. you went to Lauren's. I met her at the Lauren's house. I picked her up the next day. We get into the garage. I packed this huge bowl. Huge. Christie's the whole nine yards on top. Okay. And 
I take a hit and I give her it and she takes one hit and she looks at me and she's like, I'm good. I was like, excuse me? So I smoked the whole bowl. Jesus I was Christ. high as fuck. And then we go in the basement and we had the two long couches. Yeah. She sits on one. I lay down on the other one. <laughs> just wreck. Yep. And this movie had just come out. I bought it. I was like, I want to watch this. I'm buying it. I was like, you cool with this? She's like, yep. It was like Chasing Mavericks with Gerard Butler about the kid learning how to surf these monster fucking waves. Never it was like it. a fucking three hour movie. Oh, God. And I laid on the couch for fucking three hours. I didn't say a fucking word. I ignored this broad the whole fucking time. I like, for like probably the first hour or two, every 15 minutes or so, I'd be like, shit, I should probably like go sit beside her, or like go make out with her or something. But I, and then I'd turn and look at the TV and I'm like, Nah, dude, this movie's fucking sweet. <laughs> so, when the movie's all said and done, um, I go sit beside her and we start making up for a second. And after like maybe a minute, she's like, mm, I think I want to go home. And I'm like, Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> I took her home and that was the end of that. That was actually the moment where I was like, I was like, I'm going to start working out. Just because I think for the most part, most people start wanting to work out because of the opposite sex in some weird, jaded, or fucked up way. Now, don't get it twisted. It very quickly changed. It wasn't about chicks, but for one second, the thing that got me in the gym originally, I was like, fuck this bitch. You're going to come over here, tell me you're a stoner chick, and I'm going to just fucking get waxed off my ass, and then you're going to just dip after. I was like, fuck it, bitch. I'm going to get so thick and juicy that I can just get stoned as fuck, and you're still going to want to make out after. Now, Greg, <laughs> cringeworthy? Yes. But like young, dumb, how do we 17 then? So I started working out at like 17. So yeah, okay, 17. <laughs> My God. <laughs> but yeah, it changed and that wasn't the prerogative anyways after the fact. And then detouring back to the original story, I'm watching a fucking movie with this girl and she pulls out her fucking list and she's like, these are all the dudes that I've slept with. No. And it's got like a ratings thing. She's like, this is my rating system. And like, this is, she had like a comment for each of them. I was like, wow. I was like. I'll take you home. I just sat there and I looked at her. I was like, um, I might have fucked you, but now I'm definitely not going to fuck you because I don't want to end up on that list. And then I just fucked with her one more further. I was like, you know what? Maybe I do want to fuck you just so I can see what I get on your list. Oh, jeez. But no, absolutely not. Did nothing with her. I just like fucking with people. Um, and then I found out other things, like everything. I was like, this is not happening. Nice enough girl. We got along good. Conversation was fine. It was fun hanging out with her. Um, she invited me to some party the next night. And what I'd gathered, like, I really didn't have any interest. I mean, it was nice hanging out with you, but like, no thanks. What was it? I was like, yeah, maybe I'm in a mood to be social. Maybe I'll hang out. Maybe. She's like, uh, what did she say? She's like, yeah, just being some friends. I was like, so what do you guys do? I was like, what, what does your version of partying look like? Because this is already after I've done all my psychedelics, all this. And it's like, I don't like doing coke. I was like, I don't, I've, I've said it before and I broke my rule once, but I'm back to it. People that are like regular cokeheads, I have no interest in hanging out with you. Like, don't get me wrong. Do whatever the fuck you want. But I don't need to be around that. I don't fucking care for it. I'm like, don't get, I'll still do a line here and there, like, at some points in my life, I'm sure, but I, there's no interest, it's like, if you're regularly giving that shit, you miss me with that, so that's what she said, well, we just like to do blow and drink, <laughs> I was like, um, yeah, it's gonna be a hard pass for me, thanks, <laughs> she didn't really like that answer, and that was, uh, that was the end of that, but that's the whole point, though, like, men or, f like, man or woman, you have these people that like are just so fucking lost in just this validation and instant gratification they're like oh yeah i had sex or it's like wow i had an orgasm it's like cool dude like you think you're special like i literally could walk in the bathroom and put on some fucking sloppy fucking porn crank on my dick for five seconds and wow that was an incredible experience i'm basically a transcended new human i got my like that's <laughs> They're doing that with another human. Like, good for you. Yeah. Like, that, it's so mediocre and be great. Like, that's unhealed trauma, validation-seeking, fucked-up sex for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk total shit. I've had, like, that's the one thing I'm curious about. And I, it was funny when you asked that because, like, it's way different. I used to do fuck shit. I used to be doing weird, kinky, freaky shit that I'm like, I would never do this again. Like what? 
You don't have to do details, but I'm just not gonna do like details. just the, the basic. I guess the probably the most extreme extent of it was like a rape play with a knife. Whoa. Sharp knife on her throat. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. So like at the time, I was like, wow, that was so intense, so hot, so amazing. And like after that, years later, I'm like, I would never fucking do that again. Not even fucking close. Wow, that was so hot, so amazing. I almost killed you if I went <laughs> jerk the wrong way. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna just say first and foremost, I'm not retarded. I was smart about it. I like I took the my thumb and I laid it over like the blunt of the blade at the base, so that like and then I just pushed my thumb into her like her throat. So if there was like the blade was there, it was like against her skin. But if there was any movement at all, my thumb would catch the blade, and I would cut myself before I cut her. So in the morning, she didn't even have a nick on her. But I had cut my thumb the fuck up real good. I'll tell you that much. Moral of the story. Or let's just play rape victim and, you know, pick up a butter knife or something. Hey, if I do something, I do it right. (laughs) That's psychotic. It was definitely psychotic. The point being, and this blew my fucking mind recently. Of course, it was a while. Not too recently. It was a while ago. Of course, there was Amanda that said this. Very smart. Very smart woman. She said, all that fucked up shit that you used to do, the way that you would treat the women you slept with, that is a direct reflection of how you treat your feminine energy and how you feel about your feminine energy. And that blew my fucking mind. Very true, though. Very true. Yeah, because think about all the dudes that you know or know of and how they treat. Mm-hmm scary just look at how they act like how they sit like a lot of times in a lot of instances like uh, i think i ended up in a lot of the situations that i did because like i, I mean i wasn't sadistic and I, there was never i didn't like hurting people but i would feel them getting turned on and excited from the pain that i would inflict and they're getting turned on and excited for this for whatever reasons like f- just a very quick high level note in some instances you'll have like sexual assault victims that end up liking to act out like rape play and shit like that because it's almost a cathartic practice for them so like in these sometimes extreme settings it's cathartic and therapeutic in their own fucking way whatever it's them processing and working through some shit right and I'm out here on the other end of the stick where I've developed enough trust I'm in the situation where I'm like yeah let's get into it and because I can feel them like being so entranced and so into it I'm into it and it's like fuck okay but cue it back to you know like attracts like I've now healed my shit up and I can even say this it was funny like um, well, she's older than me so she's like make some jokes she's like yeah kid and I was like you watch your fucking mouth I'll beat your ass woman I don't give a fuck I'll beat your ass and then she came and visited and I was like I mean I'll spank you but I ain't gonna beat your ass I was like I ain't gonna do that I'm gonna do nice things to you I like you <laughs> yeah, yeah like and I wondered that. I think we, her naive story being, I didn't, um, I didn't want to like do any of the fuck shit. And I, when we we talked before, um, I, I was curious about that. Then, I was like, I wonder if I'm ever gonna want to do that again. Yeah. That's, that's too much. I mean, obviously not that. I don't ever, but like certain elements of it, you know. Yeah, but... I don't know. Yeah, scary. It's a little fucked. Hmm. All right, next topic. I'm all sexed out. Oh! <laughs> I wonder if the mic picked that up. Probably. If it, was it did, I'm going to leave it in. Are you? I'm definitely going to leave me ripping one if it's in there, for it, sure. Well, it better not stink. Sorry about it. If it, It's not my fault. I'm blaming Mucha Burrito if it is. Shout out to them for the fucking shit quality meat. <laughs> 